Welcome to the Sober Plug Podcast, where I get you disconnected from addiction and plugged into recovery. I'm your host, Connor Duffy. If you are struggling with addiction and you need help with treatment or other types of resources, you could reach out to my direct line. That is 203-917-8862. Again, 203-917-8862. What I want to talk with you about today is the biggest lie that addiction tells you. When you are in active addiction, or even when you first get sober, and even maybe a little bit into your sobriety, your mind will tell you that it wasn't that bad, or that it will be different this time. And we continue to do the same things over and over and over again, expecting a different result. And the definition of that is insanity. And this is where we really need to understand that addiction is a problem of the mind. It is the problem. It is a problem with our perspective and the way that we look at things because we judge ourselves on our intent, but we don't judge ourselves by our actions and the evidence that has already been displayed to us from the past. And, you know, we're kings and queens of manipulation, justification, and rationalization. We know when we're not doing the right thing. We know when we're not going right and when we're not in alignment with our best selves. For a long time, we know that we're doing the wrong things and that we need to get sober and that we need to make a change. But somehow, some way, we make it look like it's not as bad as it really is or we really justify what we're doing and we base things off of our intent, right? I remember for myself, I used to tell myself, well, you know, I know I'm not a bad guy. I know that I, I know that I'm not acting right, but I don't intend to be that way. I know this isn't who I am at heart. I know that I'm a good guy yet. I was judging myself on my intentions while the world was judging me on my actions. My family was looking at what I was doing and, you know, the actions I was taking. And I was looking at who I thought I was when it was really, I was looking at myself at who I could be, but that's not who I was in that moment. Addiction makes, it turns us into somebody that we are not, you know, it robs us of our integrity. It robs us of our potential. It robs us of of our freedom. We are enslaved to whatever the substance is, whatever it is, whether it's alcohol or drugs, it does not matter. And with that comes, um, you know, we turn into a person that we're not meant to be. And there comes a time where you got to get honest with yourself and look yourself in the mirror and realize I'm fucking up big time here. And I'm continuing to do the same things over and over again, yet I'm expecting a different result. And I'm ignoring reality. And that's what addiction is. It makes us delusional. It, it, you know, we, we are emotional beings and we are reacting to our emotions instead of looking at things logically and being honest with ourselves. And that's where we get in trouble, you know? Uh, addicts and alcoholics, we are, we are the most emotional, uh, emotionally charged people. We can't handle it. We can't handle these emotions. We can't handle all these thoughts. And so we continue to use and we continue to escape. And then we rationalize those poor choices and it becomes this endless loop. And so the biggest lie that addiction will tell you is that it's going to be different this time. 
You know what I mean? Uh, things are going to change. I'm going to get sober on Monday. Today's just not the right time. You know what I mean? I'll stop next week. I just need a clean slate. I just need a clean week to start. And we continue to tell ourselves this bullshit over and over and over again. And there comes a time where you just got to get real with yourself. You got to look at yourself in the mirror and say, I'm fucking tired of what I'm doing. I'm tired of the person I'm becoming. I'm tired of the pain and suffering that I am putting myself and my family through. I'm tired of, of treating my loved ones a certain way when I know that they don't deserve it. And that's another thing too. We treat the people that love us the most like absolute dog shit. And then we treat the people that support our addictions like royalty. And those are the people that are killing us. Our drug dealers, our drug buddies, our drinking buddies, you know, the people at the bar, whatever the case may be. We treat them great. You know what I mean? Because that's where you know, we don't have a care in the world and the people that care about us the most, we put through the most pain because they know, we know that we'll, they'll take it. It's wrong. It's fucked up, you know? And there comes a time where you just got to get sick and tired of being sick and tired. And you have to understand that your mind is your weakest point. Your mind, when you're in the cycle of addiction and alcoholism, is there to keep you stuck if you are just listening to yourself. You know what I mean? If you are just relying on yourself to get yourself out of this hole, you're fucking mistaken, man, because it's our thinking that is the problem. And I know for myself, I really needed to get honest and reach out for help because I could not do it on my own. You know, there are some people that think that they can and, and say, hey, I didn't need anybody or anything to get sober. And that's fantastic if, if that can, you know, if that's the case for for some people, but I know that that's not the case for most because if you could get sober on your own, you probably would have done it already. You know what I mean? I could not get out of my own way, man, because it's hard to keep a contract with yourself when you don't love yourself. And that's what sobriety is. You're trying to keep a contract with yourself. And usually when it comes to keeping a contract, you got to be accountable. And it's really easy to bullshit ourselves when our emotions are telling us to go and get high and we're fighting with our logic thinking where it's like we know we need to stay sober and then our emotions say, well, you know, then our, our emotions and our logic kind of get together and we make this deal with ourselves and say, I'll just, I'll just stop tomorrow. You know, we tell ourselves this funny little lie. I'll stop tomorrow or I'll just start next week when I'm feeling a little bit more up to it and a little bit better. Newsflash. It's not, there's not going to be a perfect time to get sober, ever. It's not coming. You know what I mean? And this is where we lie to ourselves over and over and over again. And we believe this little lie and it turns into a massive problem because we just continue to kick the can further down the road over and over and over again. And this is when our family and our loved ones get real fucking tired of our, of our stuff. You know what I mean? Um, this is when we continue to break promises and it, it just compounds over the course of time. And our family loses trust, as they should. They lose trust in, in our word because our word means absolute dog shit after a while. And then we get pissed off when they don't believe us. You know, this is, the, <laughs> this is really just how conniving and baffling addiction is. We know we're not doing the right thing. 
and we know that we have a long history of lies, uh, 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 you know, deceiving people, uh, manipulation, justification, um, you know, not being a person of integrity. And and listen, this and I'm not just talking about the person who is, you know, an absolute rock bottom and lost everything. I'm talking to the functioning addict and the alcoholic too. The person who has the nice house and the cars and, you know, the white picket fence and all that. You could still be all those things and have these external uh, materialistic things. You know what I mean? We can't possibly be who we need to be, who we should be when we have an addiction or severe alcoholism. It is not possible because it demands your attention at all times, even when you're not doing it. You're either impacted by the last run you went on or you're thinking about it and you're planning and you're scheming and you're trying to line things up for when you can go on another run. It is a full-time job that pays in misery and we still find a way to, to flip things around like it's other people's fault. You know, if you had the type of life I had, you would drink too. Or we make it about how if other people weren't so overbearing and and could just trust us more and, you know, whatever, the list goes on and on. And and we make, we gaslight people. I'll speak for myself. I'm not going to speak for you. But I used to gaslight people into thinking that they were the problem, not me, you know? And that shit is crazy. That, but that's what addiction is. And that's where it's a mental, it is a mental problem. It is a way, the way that we think, the way that we operate is fucking skewed massively. You know what I mean? And so the way to combat this is getting severely realistic with yourself. Like extremely realistic. And the way that we're able to do this is by being around other people who are sober, being around others who are in recovery, who can help us see through our own bullshit. Because a lot of times we are not capable of seeing it when we're in that cycle. It is too thick. It is too strong to, you know, really see our part in things because we are ran by our ego. It's true. Addiction uh, uh, you know, really thrives when our ego is, uh, is, is at its strongest. You know what I mean? It's, it's everybody else's fault. It's not ours. And that is why sobriety thrives in humility. It takes humility. It takes being humble to get sober because we need to, we realize, man, I'm running my life right into the ground. Clearly what I'm doing is not working. And if I want a different result, I maybe need to take some suggestions and start to live along different principles and guidelines and, and a different philosophy because I'm running my life right into the fucking ground, man. And it's that honesty and it's that, you know, uh, different perspective and humility that allows us. That is like the, that is the, the key to the front gates of sobriety when we get that real and we get around other people who can help us get sober and we become open-minded and willing to, you know, other people's suggestions. That was the key for me. But when I stayed stubborn and I was committed to my way or the highway, it got me in trouble every time. It really did. And that's why for me, my rock bottom, I'm, I'm very grateful for my rock bottom. I'm very grateful for um, how bad things got for me. And it was so painful at 20 years old because 
I had no choice but to be real with myself. Nobody put me in that position other than me. I had chances. You know what I'm saying? And you know, people told me exactly how things were going to play out. And I decided to go down my own route. And, uh, and shit really hit the fan. And I needed to learn that lesson. To realize that I don't know what I'm doing. You know what I'm saying? That I had been believing in these lies that I spoke about here for a long time. And the problem was my way of thinking. You know what I'm saying? It, it really wasn't the drinking or the drugs that was the issue. It was the way that I thought about things that always landed me uh, uh, back in the position of going to the bottle, to the drugs, because that became the solution to my problems. That became the solution to what was going on upstairs in my head. And sobriety in a nutshell is really about transcendence of self. If we want different results, we need to become a different individual. We need to become a different person. And that means we, start, we need to start to live along different principles and start to, you know, uh, think outside of ourselves, you know, and take care of things that we probably have been avoiding for a long time, whether we were aware of it or not, you know. And that's why... The 12 steps, they, they work for some people, right? It's a, it's a, it's a set of tools. Um, that's one set of tools for people. Um, and then, you know, there's other things as well, whether it be treatment or smart recovery or, you know, whatever the case may be, right? There's so many different types of recovery, uh, recovery coaching, uh, therapy, right? All these different, uh, all these different avenues, they get us to hopefully think along different principles and starting to implement a different routine. And as we start to take different actions and as we start to work on ourselves, we start to get different results little by little. It's not going to be instantly gratifying like, like the drink is or like the bag is or the pill is. It's, there is no instant gratification. We need to slowly but surely get ourselves into a different perspective. And it happens over the course of time. And this is why it's so difficult for people to... to, Getting sober is one thing, but staying sober is a different game. Because you need to be patient. You need to have acceptance. And you need to be able to live life on life's terms. And it only... You only stay sober and really change as an individual by staying committed to a certain routine, a certain structure, and, and really starting to take on some suggestions and guidance from others. And that's, that's what worked for me. You know what I mean? Um, and little by little, my life started to change, man. It's wild. Like, um, you know, when I started going to meetings and, and I started getting around people that I knew really were giving me good advice because they gave a shit about me and I knew that they cared about me, I was finally willing to listen. And, you know, eventually I got a job and, and I started to save up a little bit of money and I started to feel a little bit more confident in myself because I was, uh, I had a, a really physical, physically demanding job and started to feel better physically and, you know, just little things. Um, I, I started to network with people more and, and was, I was finding myself little by little. It didn't happen overnight. And these are the building blocks needed in, uh, in sobriety. And of course, there were tough times that came with that. There were times that I had cravings and I wanted to use. And those lies would come back in my head, right? Where I could feel just a little bit better right now if I could, you know, if I could take that, take that pill or take that drink. But 
you know, it's breaking through those cravings and those urges that build our character. It builds the, the, those are the foundation uh, building blocks to our sobriety is getting through those difficulties. So it's like those challenges and obstacles that we face in early sobriety are massively important. They're not there to hinder us. They're there to build us. Um, you know, but you have to break through the lies that your mind will tell you in early recovery. You know what I mean? Um, and that what really helped me was, was, you know, surrounding myself with people, surrounding myself with people who were sober and, um, I really respected, you know, and if you can, uh, if you can identify with this and you feel like you're in this position you're just starting over or, or you're struggling pretty bad, it's like, there is light at the end of the tunnel, but man, you got to do something different, man. Straight up. It is fucking time to, you know, make a change and actually, you know, do something about it and stop putting it off for another couple days, another couple weeks. You're not going to feel any different a couple weeks from today. You're not going to want to get sober. You're not going to feel motivated and pumped up. It's only going in one direction. The further we use, the further we drink, and it's not up. You only go down. That is it. So if you want to make a change and you want things to get better, start today. Start now. Now is the time because with the drugs that are out there and, and uh, you know, in today's day, it's just a different game, man. You are not guaranteed tomorrow. Ever. I mean, it's, it's, it's a different uh, generation now with the drugs that are out there. And it's just a, it's sad, man. You know, people are... are cutting their lives short by 50, 60 years. And, and, uh, it's devastating. You know what I mean? And, and, and I get it. I mean, I've been there and I'm very fortunate that I got sober when I did, because I really don't think I would have seen, I definitely wouldn't have seen 25. I probably wouldn't have seen 21. I mean, where I was at at the end, it was pretty bad. So, so listen, if you're, if you're struggling and, uh, and you want to make a change, it's time, you know, it is time to, to do that. And, reach out. You know, my number is 203-917-8862. Again, 203-917-8862. Uh, if you can relate to this podcast and you get some value out of it, I'd really appreciate if you could rate this podcast, whatever platform you are on. Um, and uh, I appreciate you. And listen, if you know anybody else who is struggling, you could share this podcast with them as well. It's the only way to spread this podcast and to get the message out there because a lot of people really need it. So uh, much love. Enjoy your Friday, and I will see you on the next one.